feel stuck? Tired of wrestling with shame, insecurity, and hiding your flaws? Friend, I've been there, and it's time to come out of hiding because God wants to meet you in the middle of your big hot mess. I'm Kimberly Stokes, and I'm on mission to help real women, just like you, get unstuck, meet Jesus in all the ordinary moments, and live in increased intimacy with God. Ephesians 3.20 says God can do far more than you could ever imagine. This is the Imagine More podcast, and it's time for today's show. Hello, beautiful friend. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode, My Failure, His Grace. Oh my goodness, I've had some weird opposition to this week's podcast. In fact, I recorded two podcasts to release, but in the end, I didn't really feel right about either one of them, so I've scrapped both of them. I really want to follow God in this, and I'd rather not drop a podcast and put something out there just because it's been a week since the last episode. So I was really like, oh, hey, God, I don't think you want to use either of those. What do you want to do? But last night, I think God finally dropped the nugget for today's show in my heart. And in this episode, we're going to discuss our failure, how to face it head on and see what God wants us to see, to view that failure through his lens of grace and not the lens of the enemy. So here's the backstory on it. Lately, I've been dealing with disappointment as I look at my failures as a mother, like right in the face of that failure. It's like, oof, it's so difficult to see my failure and not make excuses or not beat myself up, to just be in the moment and see what God wants me to see. And I've been super aware of an area that I've failed our kids, and I'm talking epic failure. And last night, I was really just extremely discouraged about it, and it it felt like heavy on my heart. And honestly, that's a painful place to be, but God isn't scared of our pain. And in fact, I think that pain is often such a catalyst that God uses to help us grow, to help us lean into Him at a deeper level. So I want to encourage you, don't be afraid to look at your failure. As I've been acutely aware of this area and this glaring failure, where I just flat out failed my kids. And for me, it was in the area of food, eating, and health. And there are two ways I can filter this. I can filter my failure through the lens of the enemy's judgment, or I can filter my failure through the lens of God's grace. And it's obvious that the enemy has been tempting me to walk in shame or condemnation at the ways I let our kids down and the huge ramifications that I can see that it's having in their lives now is older teenagers. And I can certainly choose to beat myself up and agree with the enemy because I blew it. It's plain to see both of our kids are the way they are with food and with terrible eating habits because of some of the things I did, some of the things I failed to do. And when we fail, it's hard to deal with. It's painful and it's disappointing. But we don't know what we don't know. And looking back, there was a lot I didn't know. I'm extremely thankful that my value isn't based on my performance as a mom or as a wife or as an anything. And I want to give a side note here as, as I'm talking about that. Just like the, one of the secrets I think of being a happy mama is don't rescue your kids from their emotions. Help them learn to navigate through their emotions with God. If you're a mom, it's not your job to make your kids happy. Be more concerned about your child's heart than her happy because God is way more concerned about our heart than our happy. As I think about this, I have a friend 
who she habitually, unknowingly rescued or tried to rescue her kids from their negative emotions. I think it was because her mom wasn't emotionally present, but her kids never learned how to navigate through their emotional crises of their own. Her her motives were like really good and pure, I think. She wanted to be emotionally present. She wanted to be there for her kids, but she didn't know what she didn't know. And it's not our job to make our kids happy. Similarly, you know, I didn't realize some of the things that I did and didn't do that were going to just so negatively impact our kids' lifestyle with food and eating. Facing our failure takes courage. I'm so thankful God is emotionally present with us as we navigate through our failures, as we navigate through our emotional issues and just the struggles of life. And He wants to grow us in the midst of whatever we're going through. That's a backstory. So last night, I was super discouraged about my failure. The reality of our kids' deficit in eating. I mean, I'm like talking malnutrition, refusal to eat any vegetables, very little fruit. And so in my discouragement, I texted my friend Danae last night. And I just asked her to pray for our kids because it feels so hopeless. And her reply was exactly exactly what God wanted to breathe on my heart. So friend, if you're dealing with disappointment or maybe facing some failure of your own, maybe this word is for you too. She simply texted back, God's grace is sufficient for this battle. As I read those simple words last night, that truth like settled on my heart. God's grace is sufficient for this battle. Then almost immediately, the Bible verse, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, came to my mind. And it was when Paul said, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. That's right. Take a deep breath. His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient for me. And his grace is sufficient for you. His grace is sufficient as I acknowledge my failures in this area. His grace is sufficient as our kids navigate through the problems that they're having because of my lack and my mess-ups. And His grace is sufficient for you, my friend, as you acknowledge your failure or your lack in this season. Let that reality settle on your spirit. His grace really is sufficient. The Greek word for sufficient, it means to be possessed of unfailing strength, to be enough. His grace is sufficient. It's enough. The grace of God has unfailing strength in the middle of all my failure, in the middle of all my lack. Even in my stupidity, His grace is sufficient. It's enough. And the grace of God has unfailing strength in the middle of all your failure, in the midst of your lack, even in the midst of your stupidity. If you're facing some failure head on like I am right now, we have a choice. We can view it through the lens of the enemy with shame and condemnation and judgment. Or we can view our failure through the lens of God's grace. That His grace covers our lack. It covers our sin. It covers our mess-ups. And even our failures as moms. Sometimes we fail miserably, right? And sometimes our husband will fail miserably or our kids will fail miserably. But I was reminded last night, the grace of God is greater than all those failures. His grace is enough. His grace has more strength than our failure. His grace has more strength than the times our husband or our kids have failed. 
In the middle of failure, the lens of the enemy just screams shame, justice, condemnation. But the lens of God, he sees our failures and he simply whispers, my grace is more than enough for you. It's more than enough for your husband. It's more than enough for our kids. The enemy sees our failure and screams, you are a failure because you failed. And his voice seeks to cripple us, to destroy us, to discourage us. But our father sees our failure and whispers, failure never defines you because my love, grace, and forgiveness define you. The voice of the father, I think, says, let's partner together so you can learn and grow through this. The voice of the Father seeks to empower us, filling us with the reality of His goodness, His forgiveness, His strength, and His love. God's grace, it's big enough to cover all my mess-ups, my mistakes, and even my failures as a mom. It's super humbling, but all I can do is trust God right now and ask Him to cover my kids in these areas where I failed. They're older teenagers and there's really not a whole lot I can do in this area. And honestly, sometimes it's super discouraging. But 2 Corinthians 9.8 says, God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. And that verse came to mind for me last night, for my kids last night. And I declared it over my kids. And that word grace, the Greek word there, it's the divine influence of God upon our souls. And it's God's influence on our hearts that increases our faith, that increases our affection. And he divinely enables us to walk in and live out his heart, his character, and his nature. And the word abound in the Greek, it means to exceed, to be at hand in abundant. It means, I love this, to be abundantly furnished with. So it's like to superabound and have enough to spare. And in that verse where it says having all that you need, that Greek word means sufficiency. It's a competence. So I'm going to personalize that verse for us today. It says, my God is able to make all grace abound to me. So that in all things, at all times, having all that I need, I will abound in every good work. So amidst our pain, amidst our suffering, amidst trouble and struggle, God is still God and he's still good. Amidst the noise, amidst the disappointment, whether I'm feeling it or not, he's still good. I can trust him in the fire. I can trust him in the pain. He's greater than my struggle and he's greater than all my failure. He's greater than my husband's struggle or my kids' struggle and their failure. He's greater than all the issues in my marriage and my family or on the job. He's at work in the midst of the trouble, in the midst of the problems. So I want to encourage you today just to be aware through whose lens are you viewing your failure? Through what lens are you viewing the failure of your husband or your kids? Whose voice are you listening to, friend? The voice of the enemy leads us into shame and condemnation of ourselves or others. But the voice of our Father speaks His all-sufficient grace. His voice speaks life. His voice speaks hope. My prayer for you today is Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
in that word there, abound in hope, it's the same word, the same Greek word. He wants you to be abundantly furnished with hope so that you can super abound in hope. There's enough to spare. There's enough hope to go around. There's enough grace to go around. His grace really is enough. His grace superabounds to you, to me, the moment we need it. As we deal with our own failures and maybe the failures of a family member that's affecting us. Today I sense God wants to fill us with his hope, with his joy, with his peace. There's an invitation from God to trust him in this moment, in this season, with our failure. Whether that's current failings or past failings, with our present His grace really does abound. We aren't defined by our performance, whether that's good or bad. We aren't defined by our failures. And we have a choice whose voice we listen to. We have a choice which lens we choose to view ourselves and others through. Let's purpose to listen to the voice of God. Let's purpose to look at ourselves and others through His lens of grace. He always gives us a choice, and his grace always abounds. His grace is more than enough. It superabounds to you. His grace superabounds to me. Well, my friend, that's a wrap for today's show. I want you to remember that I'm for you, and more importantly, God is for you and he's with you. His grace abounds for you and me today. Until next time. Friend, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it on your social accounts because we want to reach and bless as many women as possible. You can find me on Instagram at Kimberly K. Stokes. And be sure to check out our blog and online resources at imaginemoreministries.org. We're developing new resources to help you thrive on your journey with Jesus.